teeny tiny bat, teeny tiny bat, teeny tiny bat, teeny tiny bat. We're talking the Halloween that almost wasn't. Hit it. It was 1979. Superman was the hottest Halloween costume. Rising oil prices caused panic buying across the globe. The Times newspaper wasn't published for nearly a year due to an industrial dispute, and Dracula fought to keep his title as King of the Monsters and save Halloween. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me is a Totally Rad Christmas all-star, You'll know him as one of the elves from Tis the Podcast, Anthony Caruso. Anthony, how's it going? It's going great. I'm glad to finally be back. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Way too long, but I am glad you have me on, not for Christmas in the 80s, but Halloween in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost the 80s. <laughs> 79, October, you know, it's close enough. <laughs> you know me, it's not... Uh, it's not a Jerry D answer if I can't find a way around it. <laughs> I oh, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. I can't help it. I just I I believed in Captain Kirk, you know. It's a there there is no unwinnable situations. <laughs> I mean, Captain Kirk was very wise. That's where I learned the best piece of advice. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just made some listeners' heads explode. <laughs> I was about to say, if you don't listen to Tissa podcast, don't send me hate email, geeks. I, I'm one of you. I know that yeah. Star Wars. Yep, he is one of us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been too long, man. It, really it has been way too long. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time it was just you by yourself on here. I think it was. I mean, it had to be last year, I think. It was definitely last year. I don't even know what, though. This year was all... I did Wonder Woman this year and the Raddies and Batman, but those were all with other people. And the Stranger Things as well, yeah. And Stranger Things, yeah. Okay, so I've been on a few things this year, just not alone, just Just on solo. Yeah, yeah. Now's Anthony's time to shine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I already carry one podcast weekly. I I have to do two now. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, what are the chances they actually listen to mine? I don't know, but <laughs> so it's probably okay to say it. <laughs> by the time they listen, because podcasts get so backed up, as you know, by the time I they know. do listen, it'll be a few months down the line. I'll be like, "What are you talking about?" When they bring it up, because I won't even <laughs> that's, remember. That's true. Yeah, like I, I didn't say that. I, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yes, so this is the opening of October. This is beginning of totally rad Halloween. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and you had to have me on for Halloween because you know, I don't know if our listeners do, but I am almost as obsessed with Halloween as Christmas. So yep, it's just like a skosh under. <laughs> yep. And uh I get bonus points for using the word skosh. 
So uh, <laughs> I, I see that uh, toilet paper word of the day calendar I got you last year for Christmas is working out well. <laughs> you know, if you can take care of business and learn something at the same time, now that's a that's a good ten minutes well spent. You know. <laughs> But uh, we're here to talk the Halloween that almost wasn't. This was something that was planned for last year. And uh, due to various scheduling, you know, conflicts, we ended up having to push it till this year. But, you know, we were so excited. What's your history with this, uh, your, you know, your your experience with this this special, I guess it is. So, okay. so I watched that. I grew up on this when I was young, when I was very young, I remember watching this and memories of it stuck with me as I grew old, but for the life of me, I couldn't remember what special it was, but I, I do remember, I remember clear all these years. I remember Judd Hirsch as Dracula, even without realizing it was Judd Hirsch. I just remember his Dracula. And then I remember that image of the witch leaning down through the door, just level with the children. (laughs) And for some reason, I'm like, I remember watching it. Like, you know, when you're young, you watch TV in your parents' beds with your younger siblings, you know, at night. I remember watching it with my sister in my parents, you know, bedroom one night, like during the Halloween season. We're very young. And I don't know. I guess in my mind, I thought it was something more, not adult, but a little more older family friendly. Yeah. And I, for the life of me, I've Googled everything over the years, like a Halloween witch movie, Halloween witch and Dracula, and I could never find it. <laughs> and I was like, it's just lost to the ether. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened, but last year, I don't know if I posted something vague about it on Facebook or what, but you came into the comments, swooped in saying you thought I was talking about the Halloween that almost wasn't. And a quick click of the link and scroll through the minute I saw that witch, I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Years of searching for it. And you finally brought it back into my life. And I watched it that same day. And I thought to myself, oh, this is a lot weirder than I remember it. <laughs> it is. It's kind of bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was I was glad to have it back, and I you know, it made me laugh, and I watched it again today, and it made me laugh the whole time again. So <laughs> same. Yeah, I watched it uh, three times today. Uh, you know, this is one that I remember growing up with as well because they showed it. Uh, so it aired in '79, and then they showed it on the Disney Channel from like 83 to 96 ish around there which makes sense because even though you were a teenager in the early 90s that's when i would have been in the age right the, the young yeah. age watching this on the disney channel well funny thing is like i remember they just stopped it you know and i was like where where's my halloween show that i always watch every year and i couldn't find it and it's, it's just like you it was kind of lost to the either and then of course i i grew up and went to college and forgot about things and then one day it was just one of those like, hey, you know, it was, it was around October. I was like, hey, there was that one special that I used to love. I think it was called the Halloween that almost wasn't. Where where can I find that? And then I never found it. Of course, thanks to the magic of YouTube, it's uh, <laughs> I was able to find it. Can we take a moment to thank all those people on YouTube and then <laughs> less savory sites that yes. spend all this time uploading full movies and TV shows? Because I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have the time for that in my life. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. gladly, I'll gladly yep. reap the benefits, but like, thank you. Like, yes. serious thank you to all of you who out there who do it. Yep. Yep. We'll take a little moment of silence here. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like tight dialogue so I'm, <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna cut that out but uh 
Yeah, it was just one of those that like I had to watch it every year and then all of a sudden it was gone and I just felt like, oh man, Halloween's not the same. But just like you, uh, I remember I had vivid images of certain parts of it, like the teeny tiny bat that was like burned in my <laughs> brain. And uh, and then, of course, the disco dancing as well. And <laughs> I didn't remember which, that part at all, which, which tells you all you need to know about the special, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the thing was, even after they removed it from Disney Channel, mm-hmm. uh, see, I'm more research for other people's shows than my own. But <laughs> during my research for this special for this episode, uh, I saw that when they removed it from the Disney Channel, like they never like a lot of these old specials released on DVD or Blu-ray. They had right. one limited release as VHS, VHS but that was yeah. it. Yeah. And it wasn't even called that. It was like the night Dracula saved the world or something like this. But I mean, well, first of all, it's like really sketchy uh, plot synopsis there. <laughs> uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't really save the world there. And I don't know. Did I even... watch it? I think that was the one on YouTube I watched. Like it was labeled the Halloween that almost wasn't, but the title card said the night Dracula saved the world. Yep. And that's from the VHS release, which is just crazy. So I, I don't know why they do that. Sometimes they've done that with like, uh, what was it? The boyfriend school, you know, things like that. There's like all these various movies that they'll just rename as something else. Ready player one is the most one that comes to not, uh, not ready player one Um, edge of tomorrow. Live die repeat. Oh they yeah. Change the title. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same thing. So it's like, okay, whatever. I guess I'll find it somehow, <laughs> but yeah, that it was, it was very strange. And I, we never, I just, I never found it on VHS ever. Cause I, I probably, cause I was looking for the Halloween that almost wasn't, I bet that's yeah. why. Yeah. That probably is why As I do remember in the nineties and this wasn't the only one uh, this probably wasn't one. Cause I didn't remember the title for the life of me right. but back when Suncoast existed. Like I, I used to go in there after seeing a, a, like an obscure movie or TV show on TV, like looking through the stacks for it. And that was back in the day where hardly anything got released. They were like, yeah. oh, you'll never find that kid. But like <laughs> uh, those the were the thing. days. I yep. know. Yeah, I miss those days too. I mean, I love having everything at my fingertips, but at the same time, eh, there's just something about having to like search for it. And uh, it's like the adventure of it all. You know, am I going to find it? Oh, oh, totally. Like we, we've just entered a Halloween month on Tissa podcast as well. Nice. And uh, next week we're covering Scream. So I had just watched it again and they, one of the main characters works at Blockbuster and there's a whole scene in Blockbuster (laughs) where people are asking him for movie recommend, horror movie recommendations. Like, man, I miss those days. Yeah. Yeah, because those cats knew everything, man. They were like, yeah. like, no, no, check this one out. You like this one. <laughs> I mean, to the point, even not to get off on a topic, but remember oh, okay. they had that episode of Seinfeld did that too. Remember Kramer always oh. went for jeans picks and Elaine went for like somebody else, like the serious dark one. <laughs> dark one. <laughs> which like is Kramer's funny watching Weekend at Bernie's and Elaine was watching stuff about people in comas. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because then later on, she wants to see sack lunch instead of the English patient. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to know how they got in the sack? <laughs> Did they shrink down or was it a giant sack? <laughs> oh, man. That's a classic. <laughs> English patient. Yeah, this this one was crazy. Um, there was a lot I didn't remember about it. And uh... <laughs> I will say regarding my history, though, mm-hmm. like looking back at it now, I think like this is probably where my love for those 
a horror monster started because these are mm. like the kid friendly versions of them, right. right? Like, right. But you know, you look at Judd Hirsch; he's clearly modeled after uh, Bella Lugosi's Bella Lugosi, Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think this was the first stepping stone that eventually got me into the Universal monsters. That eventually got me into the more you know hardcore yeah. rated R monsters like Freddy and Jason and all of them, right? Which is, I mean, that's that's like a pretty good progression, you know, a nice ease into it instead of just like jumping in with like, you know, the ring or something, you know, <laughs> or paranormal activity and scaring, you know, the heck out of you. Um, yeah. But I mean, same thing. I always loved the Universal Studios monsters. Um, my parents would watch them on Halloween. So I grew up watching the Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff and all those um, Lon Chaney Jr., you know. So uh, to see these I, and to realize that that's kind of who they were emulating. I mean, it was pretty cool back then. Although uh, I I don't remember what was Zabar the uh, Zabar the, the zombie. zombie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he showed up, <laughs> like, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. like at first I thought, oh, this is a weird take on the mummy. But then the mummy showed up two minutes later. I was like, yeah. oh, that's not supposed to be the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like Zabar the zombie. Okay, but at least he was from Haiti. So there's that. You know, <laughs> like okay, well so- he's he's. He's pretty good, uh, accurate representation there. Although they made uh, the werewolf. Although they made him like the whitest guy. Hungarian. I'm just going to say. Well, they did. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> he was, yeah, it was odd. Uh, but but the werewolf was like Hungarian instead of uh, Welsh, like Larry Tabbitt was. Um, you mean the werewolf who had like hairy hands and then just a beard? <laughs> It was it was a little up on his cheeks. That's about it. <laughs> I get some up on my cheeks too if I don't trim it. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Maybe then he'll win reddest beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it it was odd. And then like they made it gray, where like the uh, the original Wolfman I think was more of like a brownish kind of dark color. dark brown. Yeah, like yeah. a dark brown. So. Again, it's like, well, he just kind of looks like a an older gentleman that's shaved and he just has like a little brown on his nose or something. I mean, it was just it's an I, odd choice, but <laughs> I did wonder why they went with a zombie instead of like a riff on like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Me too. I was wondering that too. You know, it's like why not use I mean, maybe they just couldn't get right or something. Yeah. I mean, but why why make Igor Dracula servant instead of like cuz he's he's in Frankenstein. He's usually Victor yeah. Frankenstein's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Frankenstein. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's yeah, he's usually like Frankenstein's servant. So it's a uh, it's a little odd, but I man Dracula was just a he was just abusing that poor guy. Oh my god, like I, I was trying to think. Okay, so they clearly took inspiration for Dracula from Bela Lugosi's look. Right. But, like, in demeanor, he was much more Grandpa Munster. And that show ended, <laughs> what, 10 years prior? Like, <laughs> it's, I think their first mistake was casting Judd Hirsch. <laughs> and I love Judd Hirsch. I, thought he was I do brilliant. too. Th- this was I, my introduction to Judd Hirsch as a kid before Taxi or anything. Same here. Same here. Uh, which is so funny because later on when I saw him, I was like, hey, it's Dracula. That was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I saw it. <laughs> like what's Dracula doing in Independence Day, you know? <laughs> I um and though and uh what's her name who plays the witch? Mariette Hartley. Mm-hmm. Well, she was doing her best Margaret Hamilton voice or something. That's who yeah. she sounded like the whole time. Yeah, like I'll, I'll get you my pretty, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was thinking to myself, whoa. I mean, they they were uh the sets were coming down. They were all chewing the scenery. So they were. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. As uh, as uh, they like to say, there are bite marks uh, in the film where because <laughs> they were chewing the scenery so much. Yeah, I mean, but I at the same time, like there there is a charm to it. It's just something about it that it's quirky, it's weird. It, but I kind of still enjoyed it. Uh, I did too, although <laughs> although the family with the kids felt as shoe, felt as shoehorned in as um. Joss Whedon's Russian family and Justice League's the actual oh, cut. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's funny though because they're supposed to be a Transylvanian family and uh... <laughs> speak perfect American English. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> that confused me too. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" <laughs> like when they said somewhere in Transylvania, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see the you know Dracula now." And then I went yeah. to the family. I was like, "Huh, this is weird." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I love that back and forth in the beginning, and you're just like, "Okay, wait, what? What's going on?" And and, like, and it's like a history lesson as well, you know. Oh well, you know. <laughs> They used to call it all Hallow's Eve. But But the funny thing is, like, there is no connection between the monsters and the kids at all. So at the ending, it's just so random. How did they know to show up? Why did they just show up? I mean, I don't don't get it. Why did they show up at Dracula's uh, university building? Because that was not a castle. (laughs) No, that totally wasn't a castle. (laughs) In uh, in one of his his past lives, he was a professor. He's got tenure. (laughs) Yeah, can't fire him. Uh, yeah, this, this whole thing was cool. I, I really still dug it, even though uh, it, it was weird, but I got to see it with my kids, uh, this evening and, uh, they really enjoyed the teeny tiny bat as well. They enjoyed when the mummy was kind of shaking his, his booty as, uh, the <laughs> disco was playing and, uh, they actually kind of got a little scared, I think too. <laughs> when, during which part? Uh, by the witch, she was the scariest. The witch, the witch was yeah. the scariest. Yeah. And it was definitely her. So we're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have shown them that. (laughs) But I mean, I saw uh, it. I thought I was fine. So, yeah, I mean, everyone has their tolerance levels, right? But (laughs) I, I, I'll say this: I, I enjoyed some of the more uh, slapstick humor in it. Like now, watching as an adult, and some of the asides. I forget what the witch says to Dracula. Something like over her, over my dead body, and he's like, "Don't." Tease me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, that's pretty funny. I probably wouldn't have really got that as a kid. Oh no, totally. There was a lot of those little little you know zingers here. Zingers. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh I like when Dracula's like like beating up on, on Igor and he's like, you know, I'll I'll torture you for a thousand years. And he's like, and I know how to make you live that long. <laughs> <laughs> But like the whole Three Musketeers bit, like I I didn't remember that at all. That was weird. When that happened to today, I was I was like, wait, the witch is related to the Three Musketeers. What? <laughs> he says my ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Why not? And <laughs> then jump out of the painting on guard. <laughs> and I like how he just like has like a random candlestick or something. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what it was, table leg or it's just something there. And they just kind of like slice it with their sword. And <laughs> I mean, he's, he's like, master, do something. And what does he say? He's like, uh, no, no. Uh, oh, gosh. No bite, no fight or something like that. I can't fight. <laughs> I can't fight. <laughs> I really enjoyed the uh, chase throughout Dracula's castle. In that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that I think the monsters used to do it, right? That they fast, did. like that sped up. Uh, 
you know, where it's clearly on fast forward. Yeah, there was definitely an homage to the Munsters, which uh, actually there was also a tie in because what's his name? Um, John Shuck, who played uh, Frankenstein's creature later on, played Herman Munster in uh, the Munsters today in the early 90s. Oof, you oof. <laughs> <laughs> he's no I, yeah he's no uh what's his name fred uh, gwynn fred gwynn yeah definitely well, i'm sure gwynn. i'm sure he'll be better than whoever uh rob zombie casts in his movie i'm cautiously optimistic i am too he should he <laughs> shared the finished house on instagram today and it looks perfect it does look good yep i saw that but oh man i mean i he has a high regard for that for that franchise so i can see him trying to be as respectful True of to it. it yeah because that's he's been on record i mean since before he's even a director that was his favorite show yeah although i don't know how respectful you can be when the movie's going to center around sherry moon zombie as lily munster and it's going to be a lily munster story so his wife has another <laughs> well, credit you to know, her name you gotta <laughs> i don't know what to say to that i mean she is not the worst actress i'll say that (laughs) but she's not like um you know amazing or anything uh so i mean we'll we'll see i think with the monsters you can kind of maybe get away with a a not great actress yeah maybe i don't know (laughs) fingers crossed Uh, but the makeup I thought was pretty great. Uh, Frankenstein's whole bit, or, or Frankenstein's creature, excuse me, whole bit of the uh, the tap dancing was kind of odd. <laughs> well. I, I loved when I loved when Dracula when he was like talking talk about his feet hurt, and Dracula was like, "I know for a fact those aren't even your feet." And he's like, "Why did you have to bring that?" Up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some really really funny bits. Uh, but I guess we could just dive into it. <laughs> we were already kind of doing it. We're already kind of are, yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, if we want to nutshell it, because, you know, I like to nutshell everything. Essentially, um, a rumor has started that um, Dracula is canceling Halloween and he calls the monsters together and has to go up against the witch, who is the one that ended up starting it off. And- now, first of all, could you imagine having the gall to start an unsavory rumor about Count Dracula? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I get it. She's a witch. Uh and she seems to be at least on par with his powers in this, in this particular universe. Uh, but like in the book, I mean, Dracula has command of like all creatures of the night, you know, he's like, like not just wait, there's a book about this. Or are you talking about the Dracula? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the novel. Dracula. Oh, okay. Yeah. Book of Dracula, you know, it's <laughs> like, like literally it's like the bat, the rat, the wolf, the owl, you know, all sorts of these, these creatures. I mean, he can command storms, which is cool. Mm-hmm. He can turn into mist. He can, uh, or, or is a moon dust, I think is what they call it. Uh, I mean, just like all sorts of these powers. I mean, they're like ridiculously crazy. He can even come out, go out in the day, although his powers are reduced and, yeah. uh, and whatever form he's in while he's out in the day, that's what form he's in until nighttime. But like, I mean, he's really nerfed, of course, in, in the special here. I was about to say the real Count Dracula would like hate this foolish portrayal of himself. <laughs> Judd Hirsch's accent throughout this whole thing had me cracking up. <laughs> you know what? He, he he looked like a pretty good Dracula. Like yes, I really like did, when yeah. I was watching it, I was like, man, if he they gave him like a serious movie, he could have made a really good freaking Dracula. Well, I mean, and and I know he he kind of plays like the same character in, in most of the things he's in. But I mean, I think Independence Day showed us that he could still be serious when he needed to be serious. 
Uh, and there are moments in this, like when, and I know it's comedic, but at the same time, like when uh, he's giving into the witch's demands, uh, like you can feel the pain in his face. <laughs> uh, so I thought he actually did a great job. And I agree. I think if they had made like a, a real Dracula piece, like maybe even like the Hungarian, you know, Vlad Tepish piece, you know, set piece, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I think he would have done a fantastic job. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to say. I never thought I'd say that ever. <laughs> so, what's interesting to me, there was an interesting line at the beginning of this. Actually, you know, it made, it made me think of it because, like, when all the monsters gather at Dracula's place, and he's kind of he kind of berates him for a moment and says, yeah, "Like, look how you you are letting the public exploit you, and basically like turn you into these lesser beings." And I thought about that. I was like, "Huh, that's like." I mean, it's a throwaway line in a kid's special. I was like, yeah, it's, nowadays they are so exploited by the public. It's and true. it's not you, even them. It's it's stretched to like modern monsters like Freddy and Jason and Ghostface yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, no one's really scared of those anymore. You know, like remember no. when Scream came out and like everyone was terrified of like Ghostface Killer. It was like, whoa. Yeah, and caller yeah. ID went up like something like 75% or <laughs> yeah. something right after that. <laughs> Yeah, people were scared to answer their phones. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I got to, you know, like mm -hmm. that whole, uh, you know, what's up, you know, from a yeah. uh, <laughs> scary movie. I mean, it just, it kind of brought it down to a just comedy level. And you're right, now it's like no big deal. Now it's like every like cartoons are mocking, like parodying it. Like, <laughs> like, so it's so like when Dracula said that line, I was like, man, that's actually like, like for such a goofy kid special, like that's actually that line made me think of it. I was like, wow, he has a point. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of that. He really does get on their case, which I, I, I kind of enjoyed. I was like, oh, this is Dracula. He's like in charge, man. And he's showing it. And yep. yeah, he's really just like, what does he say? Something about his tap dancing, and he kind of does like his own little tap dance and, and steps on his foot. <laughs> I liked um, even before that when the monsters start arriving one by one. Igor does these big introductions for all of them, and then oh, the yeah. witch just blows in and basically says to him, "You know, don't patronize me." Yeah. <laughs> and just like pushes him aside and walks. I really liked that. Yeah, that witch. I mean, it's actually if you think about it, she just wants like equal pay essentially <laughs> you know so so it really is like a very progressive kind of a kind of a special and i dug that i was like yeah why not she should have equal and, pay <laughs> and i'll say yeah and i'll say this too and i say it whenever <clears throat> i said it when we just recorded our episode of halloween town and hocus pocus there are for witches being such an iconic halloween part of halloween there are not a lot of movies or tv shows that deal with witches as a monster yeah so like you know, I was glad a witch had such a big part in this. And that's, mm -hmm. and not, and it, they didn't like go full monster route, like the Wicked Witch of the West, where she was green. Right. And they didn't go like the sexy route that's so popular nowadays. And there's a witch. This yeah. is what a Halloween witch should look like long, dark hair, a wart on the nose, yeah. <laughs> hat, the cape. I loved it. I loved her look. I did too. It, I remember, because um, I, you know, I, I said I loved the Universal Monsters. So, I used to draw a, a drawing was like my favorite. And so I used to draw these and I remember trying to draw this particular witch. 
So Dracula, of course, has always been my favorite monster. Uh, Bela Lugosi, just so iconic in the in the role. And then ever since, did you know he was buried in his Dracula suit? I I'd heard that. I didn't know if it was true. Is that that's that was that was true? Because I I there was a BuzzFeed article. A morbid one there. They're like, see pictures from his funeral and he had an open oh, casket wow. and, and it looked like, oh man, he's going to rise in that freaking casket. Like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, can you imagine being there? Like actually there and seeing him like, mm, but how, then, no how thanks. bad a is that though? If you play Dracula, <laughs> what do you want to do? That would have been awesome. For like, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you need is like someone coming up with a wooden stake, just staking you just to make sure you don't. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of morbid um but yeah like i used to draw them and and i remember trying to capture that look for the witch because you're right it is such an iconic look uh i never colored her green either but it was just one of those like i want it to be as close to that as possible like that's how much i loved the special when i was little uh so, i mean i was just i was bummed when they pulled it off i really was it was just kind of a downer were you ever disappointed because you're a big universal monster fan they never had like a witch feature i always was like as i got older i was like how come they never did a witch yeah i i I really was because it just you know you'd see them everywhere i mean uh hammer films i think had a few witch uh witch movies but yeah it never made sense because uh you know you throw in the invisible man as well you know which uh i i never really considered like a a monster but i guess apparently he's considered a universal monster i don't know but like the invisible man was one uh the phantom of the opera and like like all these that were just like I, I don't hunchback know. of notre the dame hunchback, exactly he's not a monster that point in the book is he's not a monster he's like a tragic figure <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, i mean there's it was just all these random these random ones that were thrown in that i thought they don't belong with the likes of dracula and werewolf and mummy and frankenstein's creature uh i mean which I guess Frankenstein's wretch is also kind of a, a tragic figure, although he's pushed towards evil because of the way people see him. But it's just one of those, like, I don't know how an invisible man who's just, you know, a, like a murderer, I guess, is kind of thrown in there. That seems like a whole different section of monster, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just always considered it a missed opportunity. Yeah. That would have been really cool. I would have liked to have seen, you know, that picture, see who would, who would they have cast, you know, would, would Van Helsing have uh, been in there? Would Abbott and Costello have met with them like <laughs> he did yeah. with the others? You know, that would have been then, cool to me. And then how that would have influenced stuff down the line too. Like, would there have then been a witch in the Monster Squad as well when Ooh, they did that movie? That would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> we just did. Uh, I was I was a guest on '80s Flick Flashback, and uh, we just did Monster Squad on That's Sunday. So, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> it is so, <laughs> so good. Fun. I have to, I'll have to listen when it drops. Oh man. It's such a good, it's such a good movie. (laughs) It's funny. Um, this is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to say one more thing. I'm sorry. Um, You said you used to draw all these guys. Mm -hmm. Um, You're obviously a comic fan. You have, you seen Alex Ross's amazing universal monster piece? I have. Yes. Uh, Uh, I have it. It was my background for a bit, uh, you know, because you just save the picture. Yeah, <laughs> you just right. download it. Uh, <laughs> so for a while there, it was actually my background on my laptop, um, and then of course now it's something else. But I, for yeah, he, I mean Alex Ross is just fantastic. But he, I mean, he made them look like them. It was so cool. <laughs> it like, was that guy can't fail. <laughs> he really can't. But like that piece, like 
I'm not one for buying the art because again, like I know that sounds awful. These people need to make a living, I but know, you can just save yeah, it to your yeah, computer. Sorry, and sorry guys. <laughs> but like that was one. Like I do have a few art pieces. I have a few like Alex Ross Christmas pieces with right, Batman, right. Superman. Right. That was one. I was like, if I found one on the right for the right price on eBay, like I could see myself buying it to have a frame because yeah. that's beautiful. It and really I love was. the monsters. Did you see um, when he drew over Jim Lee's pencils? Like yes yeah I, that was yeah that guy's incredible <laughs> Again, if i had a lot more disposable income yes uh <laughs> i definitely have a room just of alex ross paintings <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so dracula he hears this rumor and i love how it kind of starts off with like uh the family is like watching tv <laughs> and they get the news announcement how does the I mean, I know it's a rumor, but I mean, would the news really just uh, report on a rumor like that? I mean, maybe I guess it's big enough that it is Halloween and it might. Well, but I mean, it just seems it it actually reminded me of a Christmas movie. It reminded me of Santa Claus, the movie when his toys started malfunctioning. And Santa was like, should we release a statement to the press? And I think to myself, (laughs) oh, wow, does Dracula have a press shop, too? (laughs) (laughs) It's PR guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I was I. I found that so funny when they were watching the news and like <laughs> they were like Halloween. Okay, because there's this mythology here. They don't explain yeah, it at the beginning. They, yeah, they never do. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's a mythology here whereas if the witch doesn't fly over the moon on Halloween at mm-hmm. midnight, yeah. Halloween is canceled. <laughs> like it's such a <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. It's it's kind of the same principle as uh if Santa doesn't come, then there's no Christmas from uh the year without a Santa Claus. It's like, well, yeah. okay, I guess in this universe, okay, I'll take it. But <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an odd thing, but I kind of like that. Like, cause that's an iconic image too. You know, you think of the witch flying on her broomstick across the moon, you know, and in the dark night sky. That's uh something that while it's not like I don't know, maybe not as popular as like Dracula turning into a bat. I mean, you think about that and it's like, yeah, that's a classic Halloween style decoration image, everything, you know. I'm glad you clarified and said the image in general and you weren't talking about this witch flying over this no, moon no. at the end. Because no, I, was thinking, no, no. Oh, I, just mean, I just mean witches, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like like you go to buy your decorations at Walmart. You'll always find like a witch on a broomstick and there's usually like a. You know, uh, a, a moon. moon. Yeah, a moon kind of behind her. It, it's a, it's a Halloween equivalent of the silhouette of Santa and a sleigh flying across the <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Ah, that's why you like Halloween. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, and it's funny because they they just keep saying it's a two thousand year old tradition, but like they, that's it. They they never explain that. <laughs> so it's like okay, well, I guess so. Why not? And. I can understand the witch's anger in this moment. Like she's not treated like top dog when she's the one who keeps Halloween going. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, look, if you want to keep your talent, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta treat them right. You know, yes. <laughs> management one one <laughs> I mean, I'm no, I'm no Bruce Dickinson or anything, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those uh, one of those things that, you know, they always say you treat your people well and they'll they'll do they'll go there all for you. You know, so it's like why I get it. He's Dracula. He's evil. But I mean, 
come on, man. If, if like literally the thing can't go on without this happening, then like make sure she's she's happy. It, it makes me laugh watching this. Um, watching the old black and white team ups of these monsters and monster squad or whatever. Yeah. How when the, all these monsters are brought together, for the most part, they're amicable. They have arguments, but they're amicable. Right. And then I think to myself, watching like the first Avengers movie, man, they're each other's throats more than all these bastions <laughs> of evil were in like these old movies. <laughs> well, I mean, Dracula does have command over wolves, so that makes sense. <laughs> Wait, and uh, Frankenstein—they always kind of dumbed him down. Uh, you I know, do. in the book, he's he's very eloquent and and well spoken, and here he's just like like master. Or well, no, have you ever watched? I mean, usually, he's just you know, Penny master. Dreadful. Uh, I never did watch it. I, I planned on it, but I didn't have the the channel at the time. I think it was what on Showtime. Or Showtime. Yeah, I didn't have it, it at the time. It was an interesting take on the monsters, but that Frankenstein's monster was actually quite eloquent, which I appreciated because he is in the book. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is very well-spoken. And uh, one day I would like to see an actual remake or, or an actual, you know, uh, adaptation of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's, that's close to the book. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. I mean, <laughs> they, they tried with that Robert De Niro one, but then they, they kind of jumped the shark for a bit. Well, it's just a little bit uh, <laughs> happens like the and uh francis ford coppola's uh bram stoker's dracula i love the score i love the cinematography i love the special effects i love the casting everything's great except they throw in that love story between mina and dracula which again is not in the book uh, well okay so i just watched this recently so did I. Not yeah. for not for not for the first time. I like this is one I hadn't seen it in years, but I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. So I watched it again recently. Mm-hmm. I gotta disagree with you about the cinematography because there's really? a lot of garish color in it. Like when they're traversing the landscapes, all that red. I was like, I get what you're going for, but I it's hard you. to watch. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's uh, fair. but Gar- that's Gary Oldman of- made an excellent Dracula. Yeah, Gary Oldman was a great Dracula. But the thing that I hate most about it is that love story. It's like, there's no, no, she doesn't, you're not lovers from across time or whatever. Like, like he just goes, he goes after Mina because he's mad that they like, they spoiled his Abbey and, and all of his caskets. I mean, it's like literally just a revenge kind of a revenge thing. Yeah. 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 I am. Um, and that makes I it more say malevolent that- to me, you know, like, like I don't want a tragic figure Dracula. I want the Dracula that was like the 10th son of the, whatever, you know, the, uh, the scholomance whatever school and you know is the <laughs> you know the devil takes him for his own kind of a th- i mean i want to i mean that, I that's that. what dracula's supposed to be he's basically like the devil on earth that's how the dracula i want to see the really evil monster yeah he, exactly, he could be yeah. a charming monster absolutely because that is part of his character too yeah. but not this one who you sympathize with by the end yeah i agree and uh, of course, Judd Hirsch is never going to be that. <laughs> At least in this Judd Hirsch, the tenth son. Of... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? And uh, I like Judd Hirsch when he was the cab driver in uh, Sharknado Two, but <laughs> so it's a little bit difficult after seeing him there to to see him as Dracula. Although I could see him like after uh, Independence Day, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's Dracula. I get it. But yep. <laughs> so the witch has some interest, interesting demands because <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Okay. So, go go for so, it. No, no. Uh, so so they 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 
all the monsters congregate. Dracula calls him. He's berating them. He wants them to be evil again. He wants Halloween to be, you know, he says it's his national holiday. You know, why would he cancel it? He wants all this thing, uh, which is uh, that kind of made me laugh. But, you know, it's while he's there, he's like telling them, hey, any one of you can be replaced. And the witch is like, okay, I quit. Replace me. And so he's like, what? You can't quit. (laughs) And so she'll stay if she, like you said, uh, if he meets her demands. (laughs) She just has a few demands. And then she um, rolls this list of parchment that looks like Santa's list of every kid in the world. (laughs) It's so long. And Dracula even makes a joke like, that's just a few. (laughs) That was good. He sounded like it. That was good. Uh, Yeah. And it's like, she wants to be she wants to be co-leader of the monsters first of all she wants to <laughs> she have wants her to be picture on the, the t-shirts like all the posters which is the most egregious sin to dracula on the t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> not just any t-shirts though she specifically calls out on the transylvania on the transylvania t-shirt. see that i get that i would i would be upset there too that's like that's, that's like, like his, his home, domain yeah his home turf you know <laughs> <laughs> I like when he's when he's finally acquiescing to her demands and he's just like, ah. <laughs> he's like he, can barely, he can barely squeak out a yes <laughs> and she's loving it she's behind the door yeah. and even though she can't see him she senses his pain too like she keeps looking through the keyhole and he's just looking more and more heartbroken <laughs> more distressed <laughs> Um, but the, you also have to feel bad for the witch because it's not just a power thing that bothers her. It's the fact that she thinks everyone makes fun of her appearance or being yes. ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's tired of being the witch and not just a witch, but an ugly witch is is what she says. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's like a that's something that we can all at some point in our lives kind of connect with. We know that we, we have our, uh, our our weaknesses and deficiencies and things that, that and we're insecurities. Kind of insecurities, things that we're very just self-conscious about. And so I get it, you know, and, and I think that's kind of what makes the special have, this is what gives the special the heart because later yes. on the kids will, I mean, as we'll see, the kids are the ones that, that show her, Hey, we love you just the way you are. And like when that little boy says it, I was like, that's like so profound right there. The Linus moment. Is there, is there a Halloween equivalent? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, is- yeah, actually, because Linus was in the Halloween special <laughs> too. It could still be the Linus moment. <laughs> well, but does Linus actually learn anything or, or is it anything pointed out to him? <laughs> in, in no, the- it would be the Lucy moment in the, the Great Pumpkin because he uh, falls asleep in the field and she carries him home oh, and man, tucks that, him to bed. That gets me every time. Uh, yeah. And and I remember watching it with my kids and and my oldest daughter, she's like about four years older than my son. And she's just, you know, she's like, I would do that. And I was just like, yeah, see, that's a good big sister that, you know, she's <laughs> Lucy, even though she, she gets upset with him, he bothers her sometimes. Uh, that's, that's what it's good. Big sibling does, you know, that's, you take care of them even when, when you don't agree with them. And I mean, it was just, it was awesome. So, so yeah, <laughs> Tom and Julia, if you're listening, since we're delving into the Halloween world now, it's no longer the ho- Linus moment for Halloween. It's Lucy, the, the Lucy moment. moment. I like that. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's now uh, copyrighted. And uh, if you want to use that, you got to pay me some royalties. No, <laughs> feel free to use it as much as you want. You came up with it. <laughs> Jer- Jerry's acting even more like Thanos now. <laughs> 
Uh, I take no pleasure. In, uh... <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, you're right. There is kind of that moment at the end. And I think it's really special. And, and it, it gives that the show um, heart, which is really cool to see in a Halloween special because you don't always get a lot of heart in these Halloween specials. And, no, you do not. And so it's 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 I dig it. You know, it's something different and, and it can you can still kind of relate so that it's not like super scary, I guess, to younger children. Which I'm not sure who this audience was aimed for, because there are a lot of those little weird jokes here and there. Um, but then there's the slapstick comedy as well. So it's almost a... Uh, I would assume, because this was on a... It debuted on, on Disney? On okay, ABC. so... Yeah. Did Disney own ABC back then? I can't remember even when that I, I don't even know happened. when they bought it. Yeah. But obviously it went to Disney every year after. So clearly I feel like there's a relationship there at least. Right, yeah. So maybe, you know, when you think of Disney movies, some of them are for really young kids, but there's always a little adult jokes in there to entertain the parents. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. So I, I guess it makes sense. It's just uh, <laughs> it's just so funny how offended he gets when she says she wants the, you know, the T-shirts. And then <laughs> uh, and then as soon as she's like, and I want to be co-leader of the monsters, he just like loses his mind. And... Right, and, and that's when he's like, you know what? No, I'm not negotiating with you. I'm more powerful yeah. than you. You're you're gonna fly over the moon. Yeah, and we get this very slapsticky chase on fast forward monster style throughout <laughs> Dracula's castle. Yeah, with all the different doors, you know, you got to go through all the multiple doors. Very uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah. I was about to say Scooby Doo. They did run across, and then the monster would run across the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she ends up getting away and like flying out. And so he turns into a bat to like chase her down. And, you know, <laughs> he says a funny line, which I may or may not be doing later. But while, while they're there, you know, she's he's trying to convince her like, hey, look, I'm going to you're going to do this now. And she's like, hey, you're not going to do anything because the sun's about to come out. <laughs> and then we get another slapstick moment where he like runs into the door to his tomb the mausoleum yeah. <laughs> it's like igor <laughs> daylight open night close yeah or i think it's uh, reverse but yeah yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah poor igor man he's got a rough you know i wonder maybe igor is his pr person i mean <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me i am um, yeah, we didn't really talk about mention Igor. We mentioned all the other ones. Igor, it's Dracula's servant in this, and Henry Gibson's playing him. Which yeah, I never knew that. That was a, uh, I mean, <laughs> Henry Gibson and and Judd Hirsch. I mean, those are like, I mean, they're not like super famous names, but you know, like like household names. But most people know who they are when they see them. So Blues I mean, Brothers, The Burbs, The Burbs. That's like my favorite of his roles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I I gotta <laughs> I, I think I'll cover the burbs maybe next year. Uh, it's just so fun for Halloween. <laughs> Calling dibs now because I all right, that. All right. <laughs> all right, we'll schedule pencil it. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a good one. Um, but but uh, yeah. his his look is like it's almost like the Igor meets a hunchback. Yeah, yeah, it's like a combo of the two. Uh, yeah, because because he's got the he's got the hump or you know as a. Marty Friedman, Friedman, right, would say what hump, but you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got the 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 hunched back. His hair is like long and kind of matted and uh, just just unruly. And uh, but he does that whole 
master you know i'm sorry master i mean he just plays the 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 wounded dog i guess <laughs> following around <laughs> his owner so well but yeah <laughs> and but he is nothing but pain in the butt to dracula yeah so where at one point he remarks after one of his screw-ups throughout this he's like it's one of those days where i wish i was dead and, and stayed, stayed dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so dracula goes back to his tomb uh, and goes to sleep i guess and i guess the other monsters just kind of hang out at the castle uh and then it's like the next night and so he's like all right let's go get the witch so they they go to her domain or uh, i don't know what it is uh place it looks like another university building like on <laughs> opposite side of the on, campus on campus yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the education building uh and so it's just they go to her place. They try to sneak in. And of course the monster's like all being loud. I mean, that's like the, the funny gag, you know, he's like, all right, let's, you know, the plan He's like, okay, you guys snatch her all hypnotize her, And, uh, you know, we'll be great. She'll just do what I say. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they actually get in and they grab her and he tries hypnotizing her. And, <laughs> and because, because Igor tells him, oh, she doesn't really have any magic except being able to, <laughs> to yeah, fly. Yeah, she, she, he does say that, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and I like I like what Dracula says here because, uh, again, it's like that crazy accent by Judge Hershey. He's like, you underestimate my powers. <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way he said it was so weird. <laughs> but then she says like the same thing. She's like, well, you underestimate my ancestors. And then she makes that... <laughs> The three musketeers painting or whatever it is come to life. <laughs> and one of them shouts, on guard! <laughs> and she gets away. Yeah, and she gets away during that. And it's funny how the wolf man, he's supposed to be like the savage beast, and he's just like, like, see ya. <laughs> he just runs out. Is he is he the one who then asks a few minutes later, is it safe to come out? <laughs> yes, yeah, I think I think it is him. It's either him or, or the Frankenstein monster. I don't remember which one, but <laughs> but like all the monsters leave, they just abandon Dracula and Igor. <laughs> so then <laughs> so the so way the, the witch can't leave the place because they managed to get her broom. So she locks right. herself in her room. And this yes. is where <laughs> this is I love favorite. this attempt. This attempt. No, not that this before even the bat. I know the bat's your favorite. The bat is totally my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So before the bat, though, Igor decides to swing in from the ledge of like oh, a yeah, rope or something that, yeah. through the window to basically tackle the witch, unlock the door, and let them all in. But he's he an hear. idiot. Yeah. And the and... witch hears all of this. So as he comes swinging in the window and lets go of the rope, she steps aside, opens the door, and he just goes flying <laughs> back so... out into the hall and it's... she slams the door off. It's so Bugs Bunny. Like, that's what I was thinking. It's just very Looney Tunes. You can see them going through, like, Yosemite Sam trying to swing through, or, or Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Wiley Coyote, or Elmer Fudd with Bugs or, Bunny. Or yeah. Elmer Fudd, yep. And Bugs Bunny just kind of opening the door, letting him go, and then close it back. <laughs> but that made me that laugh me too. <laughs> so much harder than it probably should have as a grown adult who hasn't seen this movie in years. <laughs> yeah, that was a good That was a good bit. There was, there was a lot of little good, funny bits like that, and I, it really made me enjoy this whole thing <laughs> as weird as it was 
And then their third attempt, I know, is your favorite, Jerry. So what does what do they try that? So so that's when Dracula, Igor convinces Dracula, hey, why don't you, you know, you can turn into a bat. Why don't you just turn into a, a teeny tiny bat and you can go under the door and uh, you'll be able to get her like that. You know, nobody will get hurt. It's it's all great. <laughs> so, so that's when Dracula does that whole teeny tiny bat bit that I did at the to open the show. And uh, he goes under the door and then we get another kind of little slapstick moment where she's just kind of swatting at this, <laughs> this clearly fake bat that's being, <laughs> that's being like dragged around on like a wire or something. It, it looked like a dog squeak toy. What it she was really did. It really did. And she's just like swatting it. And then all of a sudden it like cuts to the other side of the door where the monsters are. And Dracula is like, up, he's, clearly gone back to the other side <laughs> and he's got like his eyes like black a little bit and uh he just like gets so mad at at the uh, igor and that's when he like threatens him that he's gonna like torture him for a thousand years or something like that <laughs> <laughs> but at this point dracula is out of options because it is nearly midnight it's, almost, so... it's like three minutes to midnight or something like that uh we, which i'll get to in a second when we talk about how they resolve this because I'm like, how did that happen so quickly? But yeah, for real. <laughs> he has no choice but to give in to all of her demands, including a randomly added one about taking her disco <laughs> dancing every year, to which he even calls out, that wasn't on the list earlier. And she's like, Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, she's telling him, you know, the t-shirts, and he's like, Yeah. And then the leader of the monsters, and he's just like, oh, you can hear, feel his heart breaking. And she's like, and you'll take me disco dancing every night or, or every week or something. And he's like, uh, disco dancing? I don't remember disco dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, he he's like, all right, fine. We'll, you know, we just, I have no choice. Let's, let's get it done. And it, we, in her defense, though. She doesn't want to be leader of the monster. She wants to be co-leader. co-leader she's, not having, yeah, yeah. she's not having him give it up complete. Yeah, which is cool. You know, she's she's not like, I mean, she like I said, she just kind of wants to be like seen as an equal. And <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's great. <laughs> and and let's face it, it's basically like this every sitcom from the dawn of time where you have a mother and father where mom is the smart competent one and dad is a goofball who is nowhere near as smart as mom and he needs mom to raise him as much as the kids that's a dynamic the two of them would have leading this group i agree yep (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's funny because uh like didn't I don't want to say there was like a sexual tension, but there definitely was like some sort of uh there was like, like chemistry there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially at the end. It's like, well, hey, if she can turn into that, well, first of all, why is she complaining about you know being ugly? I I, I don't get I don't get that part. But I mean, hey, they were looked like they were getting along pretty fine to me. So <laughs> like Jack, hit her up, man. Make her one of your brides. There you go. <laughs> but uh she randomly changes her mind again, even though he acquiesces to everything, right? So what what makes her change her mind again? Did well, he so so she says something like, uh, you know, well, I'm still thinking, I'm not sure yet. You know, a girl can change her mind. He's like, No, no, don't change your mind. You can't do that. And I, I think it's the fact that he says you can't do that that just really makes her like, well, you know, don't tell me what to do. I can, I, I'm going to change my mind then. And right. you know, I, I really think that's what it was because I, I mean, watching it three times today, I didn't, uh, I didn't find anything specific. So I, 
<laughs> I mean, of course, it's a children's show. So, uh, but yeah, so she changes her mind. She's like, no, forget it. Forget the whole thing. Don't worry about it. And then that's when the kids from the beginning of the episode that were watching the broadcast and wondering about what is Halloween and whose parents explained everything to them randomly show up at the witch's house, which uh, this happened. How did they get in? Did I miss something? Like they just appear in the they hallway. They just appeared all of a sudden. Igor and the monsters aren't taken aback at all. Nope. And and it's funny because even Igor like mentions it. He's like, hey, I have an idea. Like master. And of course, Dracula's ignoring him. And then all of a sudden the kids are there. So I don't know how they got there or how the parents like let them go. Or if they knew the address and they're like, hey, I'm fixing this for my kids. Come on, let's go see the witch, you know, or something. I don't know. I'm going to pretend hey kids, like they're just good parents. Just go in there. Just go in with all these monsters and, uh, you know, we'll stay in the car. Don't worry. They're cool. They're cool now. You, We saw we, the tap dancing Frankenstein monster. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> they won't hurt you. <laughs> just Well, you know what? It was the, the late 70s, uh, cusp of the 80s. So parents were different back then. You know, <laughs> they're like, you know, stay out. Don't just be back till when the porch light comes on, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then this is probably the origin of the satanic panic right here. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somehow they appear at the witch's house and they're just, or witch's castle, whatever it is. And they're just like, no, please. We, we love Halloween. We, we'd miss the pumpkin pie, the candy, the trick-or-treating. And we love you. And the witch is like so moved by their, you know, their declaration of of how much they they just appreciate her and all she does and and how they. they well, love she her. loves especially that the little, that the little girl as her. Yeah, and she even says that's my favorite costume. And so the witch is like, "I'll do it. I'll you know that that's worth more than any promise he could make me." <laughs> Which I love that Dracula immediately like immediately says, you know, oh, so uh, we do, I guess we can forget about all those uh, demands. Then. <laughs> and she says, "What does she say?" She said them about disco dancing later. Yeah, she's, she's like, "No, no, I'm holding you to everything." And the first one is, as soon as I'm done, we're going disco dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we get the worst shot in this special, which is her flying, flying over, over the, the moon. moon. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was she. It was like watching a snail like crawl across the screen. It wasn't. It was awful. Like she was clearly being pulled. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've seen better effects in movies older than this. Well, there was a lot of dodgy effects. I mean, they they did a lot of that where they, you know, the, when the witch disappears or when Dracula appears, where they like stop the camera and then okay, everybody get out of the you know get out of the frame and then okay, we'll start filming again. And the old can, I dream of tell. genie effect. Exactly, <laughs> and and you can tell it's like shaky and uh i mean it's speaking of uh and i mean yeah you can just tell it's pretty bad um but that was worse that was a much worse shot i agree (laughs) i mean the moon itself looked like a painted tapestry of a moon or something like a like a high school production set or some or something yeah i mean and i know part of that's probably also just the video quality of the upload uh from youtube as well but still i mean it was bad But and so she flies over the moon. Halloween is official. And then immediately we get to the disco dancing. (laughs) She where she shows up as this gorgeous blonde. Well, and I like how she does the Wonder Woman spin. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah. She 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 shows up as a witch, then she does the Wonder Woman spin, and all of a sudden her dress is pink and she's a gorgeous blonde. Yep, yep. 
which to your point why didn't she just do that earlier and stay that, that way <laughs> i don't i don't know how her magic works maybe it's limited maybe it, it's uh i don't know but dracula's into it and he immediately <laughs> ditches his cape and he's wearing like the john travolta saturday night fever suit <laughs> well she says who's gonna dance with me first and he's and he makes a comment like me or is that even a question and then that's like <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah. I mean, we know Dracula can uh, can get it on. And yeah, <laughs> so, I think, yeah, uh, like I said, there's definitely something going on between the two. Even when they were arguing earlier in the movie, there was like an undercurrent of like attraction there. Yeah, yeah, there was a spark. They got it. Yep. <laughs> so now in my head canon, they are uh, clearly married and uh, running the monster show together. <laughs> and now we need a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah who would who would you cast uh like if you were making a a quasi well i guess it's just a i guess a comedy if you were uh, in this style who would you cast as like dracula and the witch that's a hard one because i I'm... i feel like <laughs> i would go older for the witch i think and i'll tell you now i'd cast either lily tomlin or jane fonda Ooh, I, that's a good choice i could see that as for the i don't know about dracula though who would you cast as dracula Oof. i've this this is one that i've been thinking about for years like who would be the perfect dracula well if you're going older and we're sticking with this style i might go with steve martin actually oh you know what yeah and they because and they, they also have really good chemistry they were in that uh what was it the, the man with two brains i think yep yeah, uh, I know exactly. Yeah, good point. That oh man, can you imagine that? Yeah, it. that'd be good. <laughs> but if if uh, Steve Martin's in it, we got to bring Martin Short in somehow. <laughs> Igor, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, if you were casting like a serious monster movie, like the Dracula we were talking about earlier, who would you cast as that? Because that's one that's been puzzling me for ages now. I don't I don't think I've ever gotten a good answer for that. I'm gonna go out of the box. Okay. And tell you right now, this guy's more known for comedy, but he's been up for Oscars or serious roles in recent years. Okay. Steve Carell. He has the widow's peak hairline already. He has that he has a very like that face. If if you were to give him a mustache, he could pass for that very famous uh picture of of Vlad, you know, Dracula. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it. That's good. That's a wow. That's a good choice. I don't think I've ever settled on one. Every time I think of one, I always find like, no, that's not good. Uh, for a long when I first saw that movie Miracle, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted that the Russian coach, but that's okay. just purely on looks. That was a. <laughs> I have no idea about his acting ability except when he was berating the uh, <laughs> the hockey team. But uh, as far as looks go, I was like, that guy looks like Dracula, but. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I'd have to. I've been thinking about this one for decades, and and I've never settled on anybody. Al Pacino. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try an Al Pacino accent. I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> oh, to quote CJ, oh. who are you, Tony Parmesan? <laughs> oh, 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 you want uh, you want you want to be head monster? 
<laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> you know, would be a funny comedy that. one. Funny comedy one out of the box choice, but I could see him playing like this goofball Dracula, Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. That would be awesome. <laughs> when, when she shows up as a hot blonde at the end, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I'm all in. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're on to something with uh Steve Martin and then um what's her name? I forgot. Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin, yeah. I'd love to see it. I'm telling you. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's uh I mean he's on Twitter, right? We can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean this i like the special i really do even after all these years it's goofy it's it's odd it doesn't make any sense but i still really enjoyed it you know what i i really had a blast watching it today like <laughs> I, I i don't know if i'll go out of my way to watch it every year right but right. i can totally see my, myself when i have kids you know what here's your introduction to the monster world like that was mine for me yeah yeah same here and you know like i said i showed it to them for the first time this evening and they liked it they laughed but they also were got a little scared but i mean makes sense my wife's uh, a weenie she she can't do anything even remotely <laughs> scary so i get it but you know hopefully i can start showing them some of the other stuff as well because i think my daughter uh would love monster squad i really do so movie know. you know what's you now, know that dracula that dracula was a scary dracula i mean he had that ferocity about him i think that Give me the amulet, you be. <laughs> and he just like picks her up by the, you know, the jaw. And that was a real terrified scream because she didn't expect him to have red eyes. Yep. Yep. And the, I mean, and of course she was being lifted up on the lift, but can you imagine like, you know, he, I guess he had closed his eyes and then he just, you know, opened him for that moment. Uh, oh man, I would have been terrified. <laughs> you know, the, the Frankenstein's monster in that one looked really cool too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Noonan. Uh, yeah. Same thing. He did a great job and they, they had to change him just enough to not get sued because they didn't have copyright permission. So instead of the bolts on the neck, they had the bolts on like the temples, uh, mm -hmm. but it was close enough that it's, I mean, all of them were like close enough that, they really, I mean, they nailed it. Like it's everything you wanted from Stan Winston and his, his creature shop. I mean, I loved it. I loved their jobs. I, their, their take on the Wolfman when he's transforming, I thought was fantastic. And I know yep. we're going off topic here, but I mean, it's just. The mummy looked cool. The mummy was great. Yeah. The creature. I thought uh, I actually liked this design for the creature better than I like the, uh, the one from the, the original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't have the really big goofy lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lips is what ruins it. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, do you think that movie would have still been as good with Liam Neeson as Dracula? Because I can't picture him as Dracula. I mean, he's Liam Neeson. I'm sure he would have made he it. Would've, work, he would have. He would have crushed it. Uh, but as as for as fierce as he can be, I don't think he had that raw, just savagery that uh, Duncan Rieger brought. Yeah, he'd be the more like cool scary like the yeah. ones like you know you have the teachers in school sometimes who were scarier when they lowered their voice oh like in, yeah yeah that's Liam Neeson <laughs> yeah 
I well, will, and I, I know will that, find you. I know you have the amulet. I will find you. And I will kill you. I love these mashups. <laughs> you know, you know I, what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. no, no, no you after go. you. Go after you. You're the guest. No, the, because now I was going to change it. So say what you were going to say. Oh, okay. I, know, I was just going to say, yeah. well, I, I know that. Um, that they were, you know, they loved him so much that they were going to do a scene with him where he uh, was pretending to be, you know, someone else to that was going to help them. And then they realized that it's actually Dracula in disguise when he doesn't like have a reflection or something. Uh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I would have loved to. I, I don't think they actually filmed it. Um, I think it was just cut before they actually started filming. But I mean, that's how much they loved Liam Neeson. Like they still wanted to include him in some way as a Dracula. So, I mean. Like that's a that's a good audition there, <laughs> you know. You you did something right when they still really really want you to be in it. I'm so disappointed that never got a sequel. Like it could have got. I mean, we we went through it at the beginning. They could have had a witch or the Invisible Man or the Hunchback or yeah, whoever. Or Phantom of the Opera yeah. or something. Yeah. Or bring Dracula back. I mean, yes, he was I mean, uh, he was it's like a comic but, book. They'll always come back. Exactly. He was staked, but he was taken into the limbo, you know. Uh, and then there was a deleted scene where um, the only like they actually staked Dracula in the opening. And uh, and then like uh, one of the brides is attacking the guy that's that that staked him. And so he pulls the stake out of Dracula to to stake the bride. And that's how he's able to to live. That's oh. why that whole they they blew it was kind of a like like it was in reference to that so i mean it's just one of those like i'm sure they'd find a way to bring him back just bring him back you know why not and then now you can include like hey the the wolfman's dead uh frankenstein's turned on you the the other guy's dead bring in some of these other monsters you know and i'm so confused though like Oh, go ahead. Didn't they give up their dog to Limbo? Or was that her stuffed animal that they threw in with Frankenstein? Her, her stuffed animal. Yeah, it was her bear. Okay, because I thought for the longest yeah. time it was the dog. No, no, it was it was her, her teddy bear scraps. Yeah. Uh, but like, I don't see, I say do Cobra Kai it, you know, make just a, it's like a sequel even now. And then maybe their kids kind of are involved or, or maybe not, it doesn't have to be their kids, but you know, something. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, oh, that would be I mean, awesome. I, I you could act- to- oh, go ahead. You could totally bring them back that way. Like the monsters yeah. want revenge on the kids. The kids are older now, so they go after their kids. So they go after their kids. Ooh, man. And the kids also have their own little club or something, or or that you know, they just kind of hang out, whatever. And then the, the the parents are like, Yeah, we used to have a, you know we used to have this thing that we would do and then they kind of introduce them to the monster squad, you know, I mean, as, as long as in the future, the hot blonde is married to that guy. <laughs> you said you were a virgin. Well, what's his name? Doesn't count. Of course it counts. <laughs> Just Steve, but he doesn't count or whatever it was. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say yeah. like, so you know how all these, so when I was watching this today, I'm thinking about all the uh, various monster interpretations over the years and all the mashups they've done, like Abbott and Costello and Scooby-Doo. I know it would be ridiculous, but I would love to see like 
this more comedic takes at Christmas, like the monsters discovering Christmas or whatever, oh, like kind of yeah. like a nightmare before Christmas, but not as dark, like a more comedic, like in our world type of what's this type thing, you know? <laughs> that would be cool, I think. I, I'd have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. I could definitely see that. Can you imagine Dracula trying to give out like a Christmas present? <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt with his face on it. Or like that. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, they do like a white elephant gift and he ends up with like a mirror. <laughs> like, like, what's he going to do with the mirror? You know? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Uh, do you, I forget. Do you watch what we do in the shadows? Uh, I haven't started seeing it yet, but uh, I, I've been meaning to also. There's, there's a lot of things on my queue that I just haven't gotten to yet. It, it's so funny. I mean, it's very adult. I don't think like Julia would like it. Tom surprisingly does, but uh, it's uh, the mo- one of the more recent episodes this season. They went to Atlantic City, and the end credits were all the photos they took on this trip. And of course, they're vampires, so they don't show up. So they're just like, empty <laughs> slot in- machines and like <laughs> <laughs> empty buffet tables. It's like so funny. <laughs> Wouldn't their clothes show up? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, when, when I was in, talking with uh, some guy at work and uh, we were talking about vampires. Like, well, they don't have a reflection, but what about their clothes? Their clothes aren't vampires. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just uh, weird, weird, random thoughts uh, when you're trying to pass the time. Well, that's <laughs> like saying, like, the invisible man. Like, I know he wraps himself in the bandages, but why does right. his trench coat still appear? If the rest of his clothes do not. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> or or when he's when he's invisible, you know, when he is like fully invisible, is he just not wearing any clothes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a scarier thought, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll say this. Awful movie, but I love the invisible man in it, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it that a, was a cool take on the invisible. Man. It is a terrible movie. You're right. But, <laughs> but just talk about such a cool concept. Just executed awfully. Very poorly. Poor, poor Sean Connery. He wanted after passing up Lord of the Rings and uh, some of those others. And then just seeing how, how well they did trying to get in on the game and uh, just fell so short. And that's, I mean, I can't even blame him. So they just pitched him the idea. I'd be like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. I'll sounds awesome. On. Yeah. I mean, Alan yeah. Moore, it's a, the comic is actually really cool. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why writing the, the script writer and the director are so important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, it does make me wonder, what would you say would be your hap, hap, happiest memory or moment in this special? Well, moment in the special, it's literally, it's Igor uh, swinging through the room and the Looney Tunes, <laughs> the whole Looney Tunes bit where she just literally sidesteps him, opens the door and he goes flying back out into the hallway. That's a good um, bit. Yeah. My favorite memory though, it's, it's like a combination. I have that yeah. distinct memory of that one scene of yeah. the witch leaning down to talk to the children from childhood. Yeah. And then thanks to you last year, rediscovering this movie and finally putting it with this movie so that's a weird convoluted memory but that's it it was like the pieces clicked for me so thank nice. you well you're welcome i'm glad i could help <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know for me uh it's hard to pinpoint one specific year because you know uh now as, as i'm getting older they all kind of mesh together uh but i mean i just 
Halloween, you know, is I don't remember if it was always Halloween night or if it was like around Halloween, but just it was one of the things I had to watch or didn't feel like Halloween. You know, the way we do it with the Christmas movies, like I have to watch Home Alone and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and all those. But it was like this was one I had to see. And I just remember like sitting down. There was some pizza and candy and, and just watching the movie. And that's all I really remember. I, it's so vague. I know that it was on, uh, my mom would put out like a, we, we would say a colcha, which is kind of like a, a blanket, I guess. And we would just kind of throw it out on the floor and we would just kind of sit there and we would eat and watch the special. That's awesome. And uh, it's just something that I always remember. But at, at the same time, I don't know how old I was or whatever, but it, it was cool, you know? And so that, <laughs> that would be mine, I guess. That's awesome, dude. I love that. Yeah, like it's just that vivid memory of like that scene for me and like yeah. being in my parents' bed with my parents and my sister watching it. Like I remember that vividly too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Which is, it's, it's awesome. And yeah. now I have the memory because I just watched it of being in bed, watching it with my kids as well. Like we're just, just sitting on the bed, you know, kind of leaning up against the headboard. Okay, yep. There you go. <laughs> so, so same thing. Now I have that memory as well, which is really cool. Yeah, that and uh, it's funny because throughout the years, randomly, someone will say something that they'll say like teeny tiny or they'll say teeny or tiny. And I just uh, it pops in my head and I just kind of start doing like the teeny tiny bat, teeny tiny bat. And, uh, <laughs> and people just look at me like I'm crazy like because <laughs> they don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I'm glad that I have someone else that knows what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> For real. Uh, but we do come now to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call <laughs> gag me with the spoon. So this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the episode. And so, uh, as a guest, I'll let you go first and just kind of set up the scene for us. You know, I always feel like when I come on the show, I always say, this isn't my least favorite part. And that's true this time because I didn't have the least favorite part. I found yeah, this so special really yeah. engaging. So I'm just going to pick a part that really made me laugh. Okay. And it's when the witch first escapes Dracula's castle and is flying through the sky. And as a bat, he flies up next to her and he goes, Hiya, baby. It's me, Count Dracula. And she's like, Well, I didn't think it was a hummingbird. <laughs> that's funny because that's the one i was gonna do <laughs> oh really i'm sorry yeah. no it's okay it's okay it's okay <laughs> i love it because he, <clears throat> he says he and, and the way he says it he's like hiya baby <laughs> it's the hiya baby is so different from the the way he rolls his r's and count dracula it made me laugh so hard when i heard that <laughs> oh man that's yeah that's a good part <laughs> that's definitely a good part <laughs> oh man it's just one of those things, I guess. Rolling your R's is hard and being consistent with it is very hard. <laughs> I can't roll R's to save my life. Well, uh, I have several rolled R's in my name and it was hard for me to say it until I was about 11. And then I finally can say it. Wait, differently. so how do you say it? Gerardo. So you are Geraldo. No, I'm. it's Gerardo with an R-D-O, not L-D. Oh, okay, it's just yeah. the, okay. Like Gerard, but with an O. Gerardo. Gerardo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Jerry's just easy. <laughs> yeah. but you know i i gotta does make me wonder like you know gi joe taught us that knowing's half the battle what do you think the other half is if you want to stay alive don't tease 
Count Dracula about dead bodies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Uh, it's better than mine. Mine was uh, it, so if no one's half the battle, the other half is uh, not giving in to demands because you never know when two kids are going to come rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, yep. that's good a good people. argument for having children. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man, Anthony, it's 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 always a blast talking with you. I always. Oh so man, fun, this was man. so fun. <laughs> this was a good one. Uh, you know, tell me about Tis a podcast. Tell me about your show. Sure, Tis a podcast is a weekly. Uh, it's a weekly show. New episodes drop every Monday in which me and my co-hosts, Julia and Tom, uh, each week talk about a different Christmas movie or television special or episode, Christmas episodes of a TV show. In an effort to keep the Christmas spirit alive, 365 days per year, uh, there's a lot of sarcasm, a lot of trolling, a lot of heart, <laughs> too. We're a little Lots mini family. There's a lot of and, heart. Uh, you know, we when we really like something, we really normally like it, and uh, it's very fun. We love the holidays. It's just an effort. It's just an effort to keep that spirit going all year until the next holiday season, and a whole little family spread it up among that. So uh, check it out if you haven't yet. And this year, which are reaching the end of, but uh, we've been releasing two episodes a week because mm-hmm. on Thursdays, I wrote a Christmas book called Another Christmas Story and every Thursday, I've been releasing a chapter in audio form. Which, so either me, Tom, or Julia have read a chapter or a, another host and friend like Jerry or Todd or a listener of the show like Charlene or Kendall. Like, so it's been fun. Which, by the way, you gave me the hard chapter to read, man. That was hard to get through. Like my voice was cracking throughout. I was, I was so emotional reading it. <laughs> so great writing, but like, thank you. Like great job, but for real, but it was just like, like I was getting so angry and frustrated and here I am trying to read it. And I have like the blanket over my head so I can get like the perfect sound, you know, and, and like just be in the mic. And that was tough. That was rough, man. <laughs> I was- I was like, I'm not doing any voices. I'm just going to talk because it's hard. (laughs) It's hard enough to get through it. Uh, Yeah, it was rough. (laughs) Do you remember? Do you remember? I don't know if you ever had to read it in school. Do you remember? There's this short story we had to read in school that, like, I still think about to this day because it was so awful. It was. It was about like. You know, they we lived. Uh, the human race lived on another planet that was like rained ninety nine percent of the time, and only the sun only came out for like six hours a day. Oof! Do you remember that? For for no six hours for one day, like a, every few years. So like that's oh, a very man. limited amount of time. And anyway, new people who have arrived on this planet. There's this little girl in school who has been lucky enough to come from Earth who has seen the sun, and nobody believes her. But she misses the sun. So the little six-hour window, they lock her in a closet at school, which was the inspiration for it. And she doesn't get out in time to see the sun. She sees it just as it's disappearing before the cloud for the next few years. And it always broke my heart, man. Like, so that was my little inspiration. Oh man, that's rough. I don't I don't remember that story. Um, I probably should, but no, I don't. But that's yeah, that was rough. <laughs> it was rough getting the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> For real. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't, check it out. It's so engaging. It's really cool. And you, I mean, you get all the feels from it. 
and especially reading it. <laughs> so it I mean, was, yeah, <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really, fun. it's turned out better than I thought it would like with just the participation. Everyone's been doing a chapter and it's so funny seeing how people do accents differently or yeah. <laughs> like, that's been my favorite part this whole year where people like <laughs> sometimes realizing halfway through, wait, they're supposed to have an accent and then switching midway through from an American <laughs> accent to like an English accent or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I, at the end I was like, just, just read it, just get through it. It's 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 a tough read. So <laughs> like I hope I can and you can hear my voice like cracking and, and getting worse as I'm going on because I was just like I could feel the the emotion welling up in my throat. Like just 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 keep going, just keep going. <laughs> it was good though. It was yeah, it's it was great. And so I, I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> Thank you, good sir. So definitely check it out. Tis the podcast. Uh they also have really cool Patreon stuff. So, where jerry is essentially the co-host on patreon <laughs> it's been fun yeah <laughs> I um can't wait for uh hawkeye can't wait till when we do what if i mean there's all these well hawkeye is going to be the main show hawkeye is going to be great uh, yeah i mean i had no anticipation for hawkeye until i saw the trailer it's like oh they reeled me in with christmas <laughs> that's a tim bab said too <laughs> like way to make me care about its character with christmas <laughs> see i like hawkeye but i i i have a i mean it's because of the comics really that i really like hawkeye not just not just the mcu version uh i would like to see his very his mask sale. before the end of the show that would be uh, cool. i hope so please please do the mask <laughs> i mean he looked great as ronin so I mean, he did. Why can't we do something similar? <laughs> and if it um, works, oh, go ahead. No, no, no go, go, go. I was going to say, if it works out, then you can use that as a model for Wolverine. <laughs> they better give us a Wolverine ma- comic uh, accurate please, mask please and do. costume. Please do. They teased us at the end of uh, the second Wolverine movie. And then they didn't, they never put it on him. No. Although, know. honestly, eight foot tall Hugh Jackman and yellow spandex probably would have looked a little ridiculous yeah probably but I think uh I think we all would have bought it I mean I would have just been happy to see after all those years for real even if he only worked for a little bit like uh in the the Luke Cage show so uh as far as I know that's probably not going to be canon like for sure it's just going to be like in the multiverse somewhere I guess um and like they gave us his comic accurate outfit for like a, a split second yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> but he had the, the the headband he had you know the, the wrist bracers because they were like the the chains uh he had the yellow shirt and the, the blue pants i mean it was it was great and then that was it as far as i know the only ones they're considering making are daredevil and jessica jones right uh and maybe punisher i've heard uh he that uh Feige i hope so he was a punisher great punisher <laughs> Jonathan Bernt- Bernthal was amazing or Jonathan or John, I don't know, whatever. John Bernthal. Yeah. John, yeah. But yeah, he was fantastic. I love that Punisher show. And even though the, the second season to me is not quite as good as the first, it's, it's great. I love it. I mean, I can't wait. So, I mean, even if they like, because the casting was so good, like do it like, I don't know, like just bring him back. You don't have to tie anything to the yeah. Netflix show. Just use him as a character. Yeah. Yeah. Just It's like quasi canon, you know, that, that kind of gray line, you know, 
maybe some of that kind of happened maybe in a different way but we don't need to know let's just keep going and now like do that with him do that with kingpin kingpin for sure yeah oh man and you know it's funny because like in the comics kingpin was like and i know we're going like way off topic we're supposed to be wrapping well I, I that's what i was about to say i was about to say <laughs> we almost made it the whole episode without delving into comics we had to do some talk at the end it was close yeah i could have talked about uh you know tomb of dracula from marvel or something but uh, <laughs> but like you know kingpin he did fight, he was like a major spider-man villain as well and even oh. in the that uh, 94 95 show um in the video game there's a big kingpin in the video sequence. game yeah yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, bring him in. Uh, I don't know what's planning for uh, No Way or what is it? No Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, maybe Sinister Six. Maybe Kingpin's involved somehow. I don't know, but I doubt it. But it would be awesome if it was. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. We'll, and on that. Uh, note, if uh, you like the comic book talk, there's a lot of that on the podcast and our Patreon as <laughs> and the well. Patreon, yes. <laughs> uh, also, if you liked me on this show, Jerry, aren't I coming up in a few more weeks as well? He is, yes. So uh, by the time this airs, it'll be about one or two weeks, and then you'll hear him also on Batman, where we talk more comics. And then a few weeks after that, you will also hear Anthony once again uh, talking about the Pogues and was it Fairy Tale of New York? Yep. Which it's still, I've never really heard that. Like I've never really listened to the song. I mean, I've heard it, but it just, it's not big, like down in the Valley where I'm from the Rio Grande Valley, you know, it's like no one knows fairy tale of New York. I mean, it's kind of like uh, the run DMC. It's, you know, we, we, although that one's definitely more popular than fairy tale of New York, but it just, it wasn't a thing, you know, and I'm excited to talk about it though. <laughs> I, I am too. Yeah. I can't wait. So I can't wait to break down the lyrics like we did Christmas and Hollis. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's get into it. <laughs> Santa be illin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it uh, an illin reindeer? <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, but on that note, uh, let me just say, bro, thanks again. Thanks for having me. I was so much fun. Always welcome. And uh, I'm going to end it by saying, so long, kids. This ride is just for you. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like Dracula disco dancing, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com. Later, dudes. We're the Elves from Tis the Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. And Tis the Podcast is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. Join us each week as we rank, review, and discuss all your favorite Christmas movies and television shows. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes it's a verbal brawl. But each and every week is guaranteed to be fun. Come join us. Come join us.